Hey everybody, welcome to Content Academy Extra Credit. Um, today's yes, today's episode is brought to you by Sandwich Consultants. Um, this is a hotline that you can call 24 hours a day, literally anytime, day or night, and they will tell you if the food you are eating is a sandwich or not. Guys, this come in handy for me so many times. Um, like if you're eating a taco and sometimes you're just hit with that existential question, wait a minute, is this a sandwich? You can dial 131, that's right, just three numbers, 131, mm -hmm. and you'll be connected with a sandwich expert and you just describe the food to them and they will define it as whether it's a sandwich or not. So very handy. Very handy. Yeah, have you guys used this before? I actually used it today. I was eating, um, it's actually, in Britain, they call it a toast sandwich. Mm. So where you take two slices of bread with a slice of toast in the middle. Um, and I mean, just ingredients-wise, I thought it was pretty safe bet that it was a sandwich. Mm -hmm. But I had mm -hmm. to call, I called the sandwich consultants just to be sure. Just to be sure. And they yeah. said, yes, yeah. it is a sandwich, even though the only ingredient is bread. It still because counts. Because the middle ingredient is different. Right. There is some right. differentiation it's... there. If it now, if they, yeah. and they were very clear, if it was just three stacks of bread that I was eating, uh-uh. No, you would be no eating sandwich. half a loaf of bread. Right. Right, right. You got to differentiate that, uh, the filling. Exactly, exactly. So... Give that a try next time you are eating a food and you're just not quite sure how to put that in your calorie tracker for the day, whether that's <laughs> going to be an ice cream sandwich or an ice cream sundae. Because so. as we all know, in calorie trackers, all sandwiches are 250 calories, no matter what is in that's them. Right. Yep. That's right. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast today. Um, George is here. That's me. Hey, what's up? Uh, we've got Josh. Hello. And we have Riley. And that Hello. concludes the list. That is all the members in Content Academy Extra Credit. If you were hoping for a Content Academy, um, tune in some other time because this is an entirely different podcast. I don't know what the other one is, but this, this is, is for Extra Credit. This is the Extra Credit podcast that we do sometimes for some of our listeners who aren't, who are struggling a little bit. To understand the concepts of Content Academy. No um, listener left behind. That's right. <laughs> no listener left behind. That's um, right. Yeah, so this, and this is just something that we do from time to time. And there are no mm -hmm. other people on this podcast. That's it. End of list. End of list. Um, yes. So how was everyone's week? <laughs> this is the <laughs> how was your week segment that we always do. Yep, yep. Um... <laughs> Mine was quite busy. It was a long yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. About 50 hours. Yeah. 50 hours. 5 0. Yep. That's, That's a lot of hours. Yep. I actually worked 51 hours. Kind of crazy. Oh, oh did you? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That last hour yeah. was really tough, too. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I'm going to do it. <laughs> when I hit that 51st hour, I was like, ooh, man, this is tough. <laughs> And then I just clocked out and kept working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so really, it was more like 52, because I did another hour pro bono. Right, which you're required to do. It's a pro bono work. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everyone yeah. at the firm is required to do a few hours of pro bono. Right. Right. <laughs> Riley, how was your week? It's good. Worked 49 hours. 49 hours. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. You know. Divisible by seven, so it's yeah, good. That's true. Yeah. 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 Uh well what do you say we get into the headlines for the week? That's right. And let's do, do it. Yeah, make sure everybody's taking notes because this is for extra credit. Riley's gonna have an assignment at that's the end. Right. Yep. So um and these we do not crack these open. We sip these. Nope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you swirl them a bit. Yeah. First. Take you take in the bouquet sipped. and then sip them. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Ukrainian President Zelensky released a message Friday urging Russian soldiers who oppose the war to sabotage Russian military operations. Oh, I love it. 
and I am urging whoever keeps sabotaging my Rube Goldberg machine to please stop. It takes so much time to keep setting it up. <laughs> is this the one that you have set up in the morning to uh -huh. make breakfast? Mm -hmm. Right. And where what's it has up? the eggs and the little carousel and the sausages. So I set it up stuff. every night before I go to bed. And every morning, it it's triggered by my alarm clock. But what has been right. happening is that someone has been replacing my toast that I usually put in the toaster with a heavier bread, like a birdseed type bread. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so um, it is not, the toast is not getting launched far enough by the toaster and it screws oh. everything up. Right. It doesn't trigger like the sausages to fall into uh -huh. the pan. Yeah. Uh, it needs to be a light bread, like a rye or a white bread. That's right. So. To get the upward movement. Mm -hmm. Somebody gets it. Yes. So please, whoever is doing that, please stop. It's getting really annoying. Uh, Google employees are criticizing the company for travel for cutting travel expenses and perks while earning record profits. In response, CEO Sundar Pichai said, "We shouldn't always equate fun with money," and I completely agree. I mean, look at the people who can afford to buy food at Target instead of the discount grocery store. Do they seem happier to you? No, they don't. No. I mean, I don't know. You don't have anything do. to say about Target? <laughs> I No, I do have to shop at Aldi. And then if there's something that Aldi doesn't have, I have to go to Target. Right. Pay through the nose for it. Uh-huh. Through the nose. I have to take the money out through my nose. It's very painful. It's kind of gross. Yeah, it is. London police have arrested a 17-year-old boy suspected of the recent hacks of Uber and Grand Theft Auto developer Rockstar Games. At the time of his arrest, he reportedly had a five-star wanted level. Ooh. <laughs> That's a GTA reference. Yeah. Protests continue in Iran a week after the death of Masa Amini, a Kurdish woman who died in police custody after she was arrested for not wearing a hijab. And in personal news, I ran out of Mountain Dew Code Red, so I'm going to need to pick some up after we finish this <laughs> That was a bit of a stretch. A bit of a stretch. Fall is finally here, people. After the autumn equinox Friday. That's right. It's time for hoodies, slippers, and a crispness. And there's a crispness in the air. Uh, but I would like to remind everyone that the pumpkin spice flavor is mostly nutmeg and cinnamon, and those are available year-round. Yes, yeah, oh. you can get those things. And the pumpkin part, not that good. <laughs> I, 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 like a, I like a pumpkin. You like a pumpkin? I like a, I like a pumpkin. I as much as I like a cinnamon or a nutmeg, I like really? a pumpkin. Really? You know? Yeah. Riley, pumpkin. break the tie. Um, Anytime I eat pumpkin, it's just kind of gross. Like I don't Thank like you. my hand in there. Thank you. My right, hand well, gets gross from all the seeds. Well, sue me for liking squash, you know? Yeah. Jeez. All right, and we got one more headline. Uh, NASA has announced that it will be testing a planetary defense program by crashing a probe into an asteroid at 15,000 miles per hour. That's almost as fast as my cat comes running whenever I open a Ziploc bag. <laughs> Ooh. I know it is. When they hear the crinkles, uh -huh. it's over. Man, gotta be ready. The mission. But will... he's coming over. Wait, does he come over with a with a little like? Yeah, yeah, he does. Kind of meow, where yeah. it's like the cats that they trot and meow, so it's kind of like. Yeah, it's just like yeah. a Doppler kinda effect a little... almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the mission of the mission will test whether they can alter the trajectory of the asteroid. So in the event of a space rock headed for Earth, the collision can be avoided or simply redirected to James Corden's house. Yeah. yeah I'm interested in the redirect capabilities. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So thank you, NASA, keeping us safe. Yep. Truly keeping us safe. Nice. Well, those are the head, head, headlines for this week. Those are the headlines. Um... And we thought uh, we would, so the three of us 
went and saw a movie yesterday together. We saw... We did something extracurricular. That's right. Um, yeah. And so we kind of wanted to do a podcast for people who... Listeners who are kind of struggling to come to grips with the movie. People who right. have already seen it. And this is going to be... We're going to spoil everything. Yes. Yeah, so um, the, the movie was Don't Worry Darling yeah. and spoilers ahead. So if uh, you haven't seen it, um, just turn it off now. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're still listening, then you've already seen the movie. It's, it's on you. Uh-huh. If you haven't, so we warned you. So, um, I going I went into the movie completely blind. Um, and I was shocked when the movie got going because I was I realized like this I had been don't worry darlinged like a few years ago. I didn't know there was like a this was a thing. Oh. Um <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I was, I woke up in a, you know, 50s suburban idyllic neighborhood. Right. Um, I was a house husband. I was, I, you know, I had the ballet class in the afternoons. Right. I cleaned the right. house in the mornings. And then I cooked a nice big dinner for my wife every night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything was great. Um, honestly, it was, I, I didn't really have any issues with it. It's just eventually the servers got shut down and I woke back oh. up. So oh. that was kind of a bummer, honestly. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know who Don't Worry Darlinged me. I, oh, so I don't recognize her. So, and she's just gone. It'll be weird. It'll be weird if you run into her someday. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be like, hey, hey, are you? No. Wait. But the, weird, the really funny thing was that Kate Berlant was still there. <laughs> That's kind of universal, I guess. Yeah, they all have a yeah. Kate Berlant in the simulation. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Um, no, for part of it, I was also thinking, like, okay, this really isn't that bad. <laughs> you're like, right. <laughs> like, so your real life job was a doctor, and I, you know, right. I took a lot of work to get there, and you know, maybe you enjoy that, you know, that kind of thing, and that brings your life meaning, but. Um, I'm yeah, not but, saying that being a housewife isn't hard. They didn't do. They didn't do a good job of selling how good her, her outside life, life was. <laughs> well, I think honestly, the point of that scene where it's kind of the flashback to where she's coming home after a thirty-hour shift, and her boyfriend, the real Jack, who just looks kind of just really kind of creepy looking yeah like unwashed like the dirtiest terry styles i've ever seen and not in a good way doesn't even have the british accent either right because in his chosen nationality was british in the simulation that's why he didn't know what the british always say keep calm and carry on right yeah he did but as i was saying the purpose of that scene was to tell us that really it was jack who was not happy Mm -hmm. and when we are back in the simulation, he's like, but you're happy here. You're happy here. Nah, bro, you're happy here. Yeah. You know, so that was my two cents on that. But I was also kind of like, yeah, I think I'd be okay. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't look too bad. I liked um, really bad. when Bunny was like, come on, we'll go gardening. And she's like, gardening? What, oh, gardening? we just look at plants while we drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That kind I also of... noticed nobody ever got, hang- got hung over. Dude, yeah. I noticed that right away. And I was kind of like... Everyone's drinking okay. every night. Cocktails, no less. Uh, throughout the day. And in the day, too. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so for a while I was thinking, maybe something's in the alcohol. You know, yeah. maybe they're being... You know, before I caught on that it was like a simulation type yeah. thing before that was revealed. But um but then I was like, No, they probably would have made a big show of her being like, wait a minute, yeah. you know, having a realization. But um I don't know. I, I had the thought that maybe Don't Worry Darling is set in the same universe as the Matrix. And this is kind of this technology is kind of like a precursor to <laughs> the, the machines kind of take this idea and use it on all of humanity. Oh, that's a good thought. I was also thinking like 
okay, the husbands who have their wives or partners, girlfriends, whatever, the women in the simulation who have their their partners, you know, strapped to a bed with their eyelids peeled open. Mm-hmm. Um, when do those guys sleep? Uh, I mean, presumably the same time the, the wives sleep. So how many hours a day are they really in the simulation? Yeah. If they go off to work and make enough money to keep their, we'll just call them wives, in the simulation. Mm-hmm. But, and then they're there for, I mean, probably like four to five hours in the evening. Well, like say you're gone, you're gone 10 hours. And then you for work. Yeah, then you log on to um victory for yeah. a few while. And then you drip feed your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was also wondering like how do they feed like it shows Jack like dripping water into her open mouth. Yeah to let doing her drink to her eyelids. I, her yeah, your eyes eyelids would get super dry. Just... Um I was also wondering like okay uh the men, when are they eating also? Because they're shown yeah. eating in the simulation. Or not cooking very well, in Jack's case, also. <laughs> yeah. It was adorably trying. Yeah. Very endearing, before you figured out what... Okay, that's endearing, like, one time. It's... <laughs> it's endearing the first time you do that. and then The, the first next... time he fails? Yes. And then the next time, it's just like, oh, God, he's trying to cook again. He's trying to mash uncooked potatoes. What was with that? Like, <laughs> I liked the little song about potatoes. That's I did. I did too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably gonna. He be probably had it in this in his contract. Like, I'll be I in your movie, sing. but I have, I have to dance. sing something. Oh, and I have to I dance. dance. Yeah. What I, was with the dancing kind of too? Because like nobody asked him to, and then he was dancing to exhaustion. I know. <laughs> Exhaustion, <laughs> doing those like what do you call them? Kind of flip things. Yeah, I don't know. I, I well, he was doing the Charleston a little bit, wasn't he? No, Charleston. That's the thing where you go like this. Um, you have some jumps in there. I'm, okay. Look, I'm not going to demonstrate it because this is a <laughs> this is an audio medium, not this a visual is, medium, yeah. so it'd be lost on our listeners. Yeah. But um, no, I thought that part was weird. Um, we kind of discussed this off air, but. The trolley driver was definitely a CPU because mm-hmm. he only had the same responses or would ignore. He's an NPC. Alice. Yeah. Or, yeah, that, NPC. The town was probably full of NPCs. Yeah. To what extent do you think it would? I don't think it was that full. All You'd the kids. You'd only have to have some. Yeah. Yeah. Kids for the people who had the kids. Oh, package. that's why the kids made such good cocktails. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we're like creepy. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yep, yep. And then we also discussed how I forget her character's name, but the pregnant one it was Peg, Peg, right? Yeah. Peg. We think that she's probably just always pregnant because of Bunny's kind of throw throwaway line when Alice comes back from treatment, and Alice kind of blanks on who Peg is, and mm-hmm. Bunny was like the one who's always pregnant. And she knows. So I think she is always pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And Josh mentioned this is probably due to her husband's, like, pregnancy fetish or something. Yeah. So that tracks. Oh, also, during the dinner scene, um, Alice is calling out how everybody had um, the same kind of backstories. And this was kind of bringing mm-hmm. me back to like if if we all can recall um, this the ScarJo and Ewan McGregor movie The Island. Right. Everybody has the same memories as clones. Um, how did she like? We never saw her piece that together. Really, had she always kind of known that? We never. The only person she really asked earlier where they were from were the newbies, the Johnsons, Violet and Bill, yeah. or whatever their names were. And I could have swore that at first they said they were from Seattle, and then at the dinner they said they were from Philadelphia. Yeah, that may have been something that like kind of got lost in editing. Like, no, were... I think it's on purpose. Oh, really? Yeah, because or... the story. Changed. No, I just mean, I just mean the um, the sense of her figuring that out. 
Like there I'll was probably a, a scene see. earlier with a plant of like her noticing, oh, these two people met the same place the I same see. way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, you're probably right. Um, I, I thought overall, like the production design and the cinematography were great. Oh yeah, yeah. Visually, it was it was quite good. I also went to live in their house. Oh yeah, all the houses. All the houses. The outfits were amazing. Cars were great. The cars, yeah. Just mm-hmm. everything looked scrumptious. Yes, glorious even. Yeah. Um, Riley, what were your some of your takeaways? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't. I had no idea what to expect going in. Yeah. Right. I've, I didn't Riley had not even movie. heard of the movie before. Yeah. He'd never been to the theater. Yeah, it was a cool theater. You'd never seen a movie theater before in your life. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know what a movie was before. That. <laughs> yeah. And now he's kind of worried. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, what What parts did you like? Um, I didn't expect it at all to be like a simulation. I thought it was going to be like a uh, kind of unexplainable, like not technology. I you know? I see. Yeah, like it was still some kind of weird, maybe cult, but not. Yeah. Yeah, like they're developing weapons. Yeah, not a like corporation that. yeah. that's. Not all virtual. Yeah. 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 Um, what were some things that you like didn't like or stood out to you that were kind of weird? Um, just the like the there's some pretty big plot holes, like the whole how do they yeah. eat kind of stuff. How do they eat? But you kinda just have yeah. to look past all that yeah. Yeah. along with and, the movie. Like the first yeah. time the the main girl like went up to the headquarters. Yeah. How did, how did she get back? I assumed it was the guys in red. Well, she doesn't really have to. But, they can just respawn her in the house, and I think that's what they did. Oh. But like oh, the yeah, se- yeah. the second time she did it, she she woke up. Didn't she? That's true. When the red guys were after her, she was able to fully exit. Yeah. Because Bunny told her that you could... Yeah, there was never really any direction on, like, um, how she knew that the headquarters was how you log out. Yeah. How you exit the simulation. Hmm. So, so like, you think the guys always go to that headquarters and touch the glass, and that's how they log out every day? Well, I also Somebody's saw, like... Like a little, it looks like there was a place you could drive into in the mountains. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought they were, they were all going to go in there. Yeah, but maybe that does not. it too. Yeah, oh, that's I don't know. Park. That's for the park. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably yeah. right. Yeah, honestly, and they all have to walk up that spirally mountain. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then like the. The plane, the plane was never really explained. Was there that any was significance big... behind, like, um... It being a plane. Well, and, like, Margaret, what's her name? Mm-hmm. She had the little red toy plane. Yeah, and her fake son had... It was her fake son. Right. And she brought him out into the desert. So was that linked to the plane that, like, glitches out in the air and we see it go behind the, the ridge? I mean, I assume so. I don't... Like, I don't see any reason why in the simulation you would have to have planes flying overhead ever. Yeah. Why that in? Yeah. Which I guess would make it weird because that could have been, that would make it stand out more to Alice. I was like, hey, there's a plane. You know? Right. Maybe she was like just having, she was like manifesting that because she knew about Margaret's kid's toy plane. That's true. Like, let's talk about the, you know her visions like yeah. her going crazy in a simulation is different than like if you're going crazy in, in real life right because she's yeah. not going crazy she's seeing reality right so do we have maybe visions of her actual life sur- superimposed upon the virtual that she's subject to you know 
So, and then I also wondered towards the end, Bunny was like, if the men die in the simulation, they die in real life. Right. He specifically said the men. Yeah. But How I was like, work? well, I feel like Mark would, would, would is probably probably dead. Right. I mean. Well, I kept thinking like they kept acting like she was going to come back though. Yeah. But I thought that was just like, oh, don't you know? She's still just in treatment, you know. And eventually, oh. eventually, everybody would kind of be scrubbed. Yeah. Of, People of just kind of are, are like, Margaret, who's that? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Or, um, Ted or whoever. And then Margaret before you know it, some new couple moves new. into their house. Yeah. Exactly, and it's like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Um. And then. It was also so in the simulation she kills Jack. Yeah, she kills so her I husband. She her her real life boyfriend, so she's gonna wake up next to his dead body. <laughs> yeah. And the movie doesn't really we just hear her waking up at uh -huh. the end. Um and then I was like, Well, oh no, you know, they like this isn't the end. They're gonna come after her, but Frank is dead too. Right. Because uh, his wife, what was her name? Shelly or whatever, like stabbed Shelly, him. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the doctor guy dies in the car crash. Presumably. Collins died. No, he is dead. It was confirmed. Like they oh, right. They said. Frank oh, on the phone. Dead. Yeah. Collins dead. Yeah. Um, and then he also. Somebody also told him Frank on the phone that Jack was dead. I want to say too. Yeah. But I could be imagining that. Um, hmm. I think, um, so one thing about the movie is like, they do kind of, um, portray it as like, you know, being stuck, being, being a wife in the victory project does kind of suck because you're being gaslit all the time and mm -hmm. you're stuck in this little town and can't do much. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. But they also uh, cleaning a virtual house. Yeah, <laughs> I would be so pissed about that when I woke up. You mean I scrubbed that tub every single day? Yeah, and it was fake. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, so they do they do kind of make the case that it isn't great for the wives there, but they could have made it. So I think it still would have been compelling if it actually was a paradise for them, and they you know they didn't have to do housework or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it was like a true paradise for them. And mm -hmm. she still wanted to get out of it because it was her life. Because it was fake and it wasn't her life. Yeah. And Jack took her life from her. Yeah. She said, you took, you took it. I liked working all this kind of stuff, but Jack it all like so many things, it all circles back to final fantasy tactics advance. Um, where they're stuck in the <laughs> fantasy world and they right, get to yeah. live out these cool yeah. fantasy lives, but March yeah. is like, no, we can't stay here. This is fake. Yeah. We gotta go back to the real world. And everyone's like, fuck you. No, Why? I want to stay here where I'm cool and awesome. <laughs> yeah. I but... mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, honestly. I mean, it's... And then... <sighs> so it, maybe they could have like... done something like... like like shown Bunny's perspective more where like she really mm -hmm. enjoys being there and mm -hmm. doesn't want to go and maybe like she right. tries to stop her in the end. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for more participation or more like I'd almost be interested in watching it again and just paying more attention to Bunny's life. Yeah. Lines. Yeah. Cuz for a long time I was thinking, "Oh, her and Frank must be having an affair." The way they talk <laughs> each other. Yeah. But that's because like Frank knows that Bunny knows. Bunny knows that Frank knows. Uh huh. She's in on it. She was probably like you know? a beta tester or something. She could have gotten <laughs> in early. Yeah. yeah. Or been a big benefactor in making it happen. Yeah. I think it'd also be kind of funny if, like, um, she had "Don't worry, darling," um, Nick Kroll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also can I say I love that Nick Kroll was in it. Yeah. I love Nick Kroll. Yeah, he's great. Um. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little touch because, like, they didn't have to put him in it. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. But he fit. He fit. 
I also thought it was funny how like all the husbands like fr they all like give each other like promotions and awards and stuff. <laughs> totally well, meaningless it's, it's a man-child <laughs> fantasy yeah it, yeah I mean, it truly is and then like like the whole frank being so just like almost just this revered status yeah like everybody a cult leader him. yeah it truly just the way he was talking and the whole time i'm like chris pine <sighs> i was but... gonna ask you so you you're obviously a well-known chris pine hater Chris um, Pine naysayer, yeah. But how did you feel about his performance in this? I mean, it fit because he's gross. <laughs> so I was like predisposed to not like him. I just don't understand how you can look at him and think, "Wow." I, I look at him and think, "Get your eyebrows together, <laughs> shave, take a shower, and then maybe." Like in the same way that I think we've talked about this in the same way that like Aragorn needs to take a shower right uh and that the fact that he's not taking a shower it, it like lends credence to vigo mortensen being attractive as aragorn uh chris pine um is unattractive because he does need to take a shower like mm -hmm. i just i look at him and i'm like you're just kind of greasy we're looking. just gonna have to fundamentally disagree on this i think <laughs> um I think I Chris know. Pine is a great actor. I think he looks great. Um, I didn't say anything about him not being a good actor. I just, I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> I, I was... Woman, you do so much better. <laughs> he had, during the couple of monologues that he had, I was just like fully lasered in. He was, I thought he was so good in that. He really <laughs> sells, he really sells the dialogue, I thought. He oh, he, yeah, he, def he definitely did. Yeah, and, and his still little, kind of his, being intimidating. His little um, hand work with the sunglasses pointing at people, perfect. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep, no. I'm sure he did some, like, real character building, you know, yeah. mannerisms and, and stuff like that. I appreciate it when actors kind of do that. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, really, what boils down to this, because we see Jack in, like, the real-life segments, you know, he, he lost his job, uh -huh. right? Alice is taking extra shifts at the hospital. She's like, don't worry, I got you. Don't worry, darling, I got you. You know, yeah. but he just spirals into this almost, it's like almost um, like incel type. Like, well, like he had 4chan open of... on his left monitor. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that. Yeah, like, <laughs> that was a neat just, shout out. You can tell he's just, just, um, just totally absorbed and getting brainwashed by like all these recordings from Frank. He's on the Victory Project subreddit. Yeah. <laughs> every day. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, just, oh, guys, just... I think my wife is starting to suspect it's not real. What do I do? Right. 10,000 yeah. upvotes on that post. Right. Um, also, the, the symbol for Victory Project, where it's kind of it's kind of like concentric circles and the middle kind of is reminiscent of an eye uh-huh that eyeball imagery kept you know and the the iris kind of imagery and the aquatic dancers making the eye yeah, shape we're gonna come back to that yeah <laughs> um, put a pin in the, the synchronized dancers yeah. put a synchronized pin in the swimming synchronized that's what dancing. it's called yeah well I, I don't think they were swimming they were just laying on the ground but, oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can come to that pin now. They, but well, I, it just I seemed like they were wearing like one piece bathing suits almost. Yeah. But they also had like Marilyn Monroe wigs. Yeah. If they were synchronized swimming, they'd have swim caps. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Get it together. Um, no, but I did notice the night of that big award ceremony, the house band on their the dollhouse strong the doll yeah i yeah. mean it's right there guys yeah doll, I, at dhbb which i was assuming stood for like dollhouse big band yeah yeah which get ready to book them for your next event yeah it's great um, and, <laughs> and then, then the whole <laughs> yeah the martini glass woman yeah it's like okay yeah, Bontese, i'm great. sure i'm sure all these women are getting a big kick out of that I'm sure they're really enjoying that. I mean, some would. Like, Shelly did that for Frank as a present. 
<laughs> but again, this just contributes to this man-child fantasy That's right, that yeah. they are all subscribing to, you know. Yeah. And their wives, their chosen wives, are brainwashed into just thinking that this is acceptable. Like, this is our role. Like, I almost am curious to hear, like, how much did they record of Frank's kind of monologues of just, like... Yeah. Chaos is the enemy of progress. Like what? And what was his definition of progress? Yeah. Like, did he pick the 1950s as like this is when society peaked? You know. A lot of people think nuclear that nuclear household. Yeah, and they do. Yeah, the he nuclear family. Nuclear. Yeah, I mean that's what they call it. The nuclear family. Yeah. I don't know why. Like from a nucleus, you know. No, you said nuclear, nuclear though. Yeah, that's what it's called, though. It's nuclear, not nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> we, can, we can move past. There's a difference. So the George Bush word is nuclear, but the actual word is nuclear. That's what I said. Nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. I could have swore he said nuclear. I'm saying it's like it's like realtor, realtor, right? Mm, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying the words I'm that just, you think that it's yeah, saying. I'm just messing with you. I'm sure you are. Um, so, um, well, let's let's come back to the pin that we put in the dancers. Okay. They never really explain that. I think it's part of like the uh, logging in process. It's basically the, the, the loading load screen. screen. Yeah. The load <laughs> screen. thick load screen. That's pretty thick. Yeah. No, um, I think it is also part of just like um all the women were the same right mm-hmm. they're all idealized women mm-hmm. instinct you know and then there was that part that they kept chanting during the ballet lessons that like something about like in synchronicity we are one like just grace and symmetry oh grace and symmetry, yeah you know they wanted it all to be the same and you have the cookie cutter houses on the outside you know it's all very so suburbanite what's her frank's wife was kind of the leader of the ballet club she she was kind of the leader of the women really yeah kind of threw the hammer so do you think she was in there willingly too i don't think she was because of because she killed frank well so when did she find out that it was fake or when do you I think she started sure. to suspect? I'm I'm not sure. Um, I just remember her like chopping up stuff on, at, in the kitchen and watching Frank go back and forth from the phone yeah. while all this is happening with Alice. Well, and... her last line to Frank was something like, "You idiot, you stupid man," or something like that, wasn't it? You stupid I... man. I think I think I want to say you're right. And yeah. that kind of leads me to that kind of suggests to me that she knew all along, or may, or she could have been the actual ringleader. Or maybe it. she she isn't logged you know? in all the time. She just logs in sometimes because we don't see. Well, I guess she she like logs in to do the ballet class, and then logs it back out. <laughs> and logs back out to go do a real ballet class. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Because, like, for her, like, she gets to be, you know, the HBIC in that world, at head bitch in charge. Yeah. So right. it's not that bad for her. And she... It... Well, I don't know. I feel like sometimes it probably was that bad for her. She was as probably under a closer eye by Frank than all of them. If, well, but if, Assuming she wasn't aware. She's, like, part of the hierarchy, though, of, like, keeping the, everyone in line. Yeah. So she must have known. So maybe she killed him because Frank messed everything up. I that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think she's going to come after Alice in the real, in the real world? Ooh, yeah. sequel. Time to worry. That would be <laughs> Yeah. Uh do worry, darling. Do. Um, the time for worries now. Yeah. Or maybe like so if I were making a sequel, it would be mm-hmm. Okay, there's a Which new... you are. <laughs> which i am i'm pitching to warners Announcing it as now. we speak yeah um the sequel for me would be okay there's a new victory project um but this time 
everyone is on board willingly. It's fully okay. transparent. Um, okay. None of this gaslighting and kidnapping and right. uh, that none of that sort of business. Yeah. But um, there's still something shady going on. And maybe like someone is someone is like using it to spy on people or like extract their secrets from them while they're online. Kind of like a like a Westworld situation. Right. Yeah, that kind of deal. It's all about the data. It's all about the data. Or it's like um I don't know, there's a lot of different ways you could go with it. And maybe like mm-hmm. some people that you don't expect to be some people that you think are other people in real life are actually just AIs in the simulation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's also very Westworld. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm your, just thinking of... Just, I just want more Westworld. I think you're thinking of Westworld. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That is... It's really always a um, subject that I think will continue to be explored, and I love exploring it. Just that, like... The sci-fi theme park, what, essentially. Well, pretty much or just like what is reality yeah what makes a human a human you know that is just that's fascinating to me um or even just like and we can talk about this for a second just her the portrayal of her going crazy Mm -hmm. i generally i don't like the depiction of mental illness in media because it's usually sensationalized or made to be very scary or it's like it's it's out of it's not reflected correctly right or it's mm-hmm. used as a plot device i think it's been better here lately as more of just like you know maybe it's not the driving force of the plot or maybe it's treated in a different light that kind of thing but i mean how do we feel her going crazy like i feel like it was done in a sympathetic light because mm-hmm. we see her point of view, even though we don't know that she's in this simulation, we can see how she's being gaslit and like right. Jack's not believing her. Nobody is believing her, listening to her at all. You know, I normally hate movies like that, like where the plot is basically, oh, I'm being gaslit. <laughs> like North by Northwest no, is another. <laughs> You're not being gaslit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. North by Northwest was another movie like that where I like tried to watch it, but it's just like, it's just um, Cary Grant telling everyone, "No, you gotta believe me." The whole movie, <laughs> and it you just gets boring. So yeah, it yeah. doesn't really hold up. Yeah. But on this movie, I I thought it was fine because um, just the production design was so good, and it was mm-hmm. kind of a different angle to it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I thought the mental illness part was done pretty well. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be. she wasn't ill. She, yeah, that's, that's yeah. right. That's the, what you know, it comes she, down to, I guess. She wasn't. And I also, I mean, even though it ended up being heartbreaking, um, when Jack says, Jack agrees, like, okay, let's go. You know, we'll go. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm listening to you. Just the, like, relief on her face. Yeah. And, you know, hands, hands off to, to Florence for just really selling this young woman who just adamant believes adamantly believes that she's not crazy and is completely heartbroken when the people close to her don't believe her you know and then having so much relief when she thinks that they do so she was phenomenal i thought she was great and it her performance reminded me a lot though of um her movie midsummer if you've ever seen that i have not gotten to see that yet pretty similar notes with like yeah. the relationship with her and her boyfriend in that movie. Yeah. Um, gaslighting. Gaslighting. A lot of just messed up stuff in that, but yeah. definitely worth seeing. And she's great worth in it watch. too. Um and then I feel like I had something else to say on the like her uh her performance or her portrayal of, of going crazy. Um I'm trying to find the significance in the the visions she had like her being squished between the picture frames and the glass well, I was just like or... being trapped wrapping be, herself yeah. in a saran wrap like I love suffocating how she just herself did that, like 
she's just chopping vegetables, kind of a half smile on her face, and then just drops her head. Yeah. Like, just yeah. like, nothing's wrong. And I was like, what? What was the purpose of that? It's a good, it's a good scene. Very, uh... I think it was to see if she could die. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Like, huh. can I suffocate? Can you know? Because she had just seen Margaret kill herself. Right. And then I was, she was like, oh, I can die. So um, I guess that kind of explains why, like, so the women can't die. Well, we don't know yet. I don't think I, they all can. All I heard th- was that bunnies say the men can die if right. they die in real life. I think, if and I think that part is kind of a, uh, um, there's really no justification for that. Yeah. Because, like. Because they're hooked up to the same. Yeah, if one can't die, then why would the other one? Uh, Yeah. But the women, I think, because, like, the men want to protect the women, and they don't want them to have any way out, even through dying. Well, so they could be hooked up to kind of, like, a, um, they're in in a coma, so they are on life support kind of Uh situation in the real real world. But the guys just kind of log in with their little headset and, (laughs) you know the yeah. clamps on their eyes and kind of go to town yeah. so, so i don't know yeah mm. any any other final thoughts on don't worry darling i don't think anybody said don't worry darling at any point yeah disappointing kind of disappointed mm-hmm. oh don't worry darling yeah i was at least expecting it from harry oh, um yeah. I also thought, because what, within the first 15 minutes, um, Jack comes home to, like, a beautiful dinner that his wife has made, and then just immediately gets tossed onto the floor. (laughs) That was so funny. (laughs) I was thinking the whole time, like, that better be really good. Yeah. (laughs) Because otherwise. Wiped all the digital food onto the digital floor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same Uh, same thing with, like, um, you know stuck cleaning a digital house every day right before the movie came out um this they had the little scene of like harry and flo like doing their first like big argument scene yeah and people were kind of uh dissing harry's performance in that right um so i was kind of wondering if he would be any good in it Mm -hmm. because he's you know not really not, not hasn't really done acting before, uh, yeah, but I thought he, he was fine. He, he was in that. He was in that. Uh, he was in that war. The One movie. Direction movie. Oh yeah, he oh. was in like thirty seconds of uh, that Christopher Nolan movie, right? I never saw it. I but never that saw was like it his either. acting debut. Yeah, so. I think he had a minor part in it. Yeah. Um, um, I was watching his accent to see if he was like, because <laughs> for a minute I was like, well, are you trying to be American? Because it's not working. Right. But um. I, yeah, he was supposed to have a British accent, so that that tracked. Yeah. So, I don't know. I yeah, he was fine. I thought he was fine. Yeah. There, there was it's... definitely uh, parts where like, uh, you you could tell like Florence is much more experienced. And, yeah. Like, like she. Subtleties. She, yeah, the subtleties. subtleties. She was able to bring yeah. those, and Harry just like. <laughs> he has like maybe five expressions yeah in his tool belt. um but an actor needs to always know what their face looks like yeah they need to always know what their face looks like and i don't think he's quite there yet but then again you know sometimes you don't when you're harry styles i don't think you always need to know what your, what your face looks like so i'm sure he's well cause, aware because you're just like, looks like i'm cute you know yeah well not expression wise though yeah no. so but um, yeah. Generally, I th- I thought it was thought it was a good movie. Um, I'd like to watch it with subtitles to see if I can catch more. Yeah, definitely. More plot, more, more subtext. There um, was a lot of like uh, gags kind of in the background mm-hmm. uh, dialogue that I yeah, think I missed. Yeah. Some of them I caught I and they were funny. Yeah, yeah, like the um. Now I'm gonna forget that line. It had me laughing this morning, but just yeah, a bunch of stuff from just like Peg, and then the bit. Of, I love the bit about how like oh they're building a new and the gardening. Row of, yeah, they're building a new oh, row of houses behind us, so we're actually getting closer to town. 
Uh, yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, how does that make you closer to town? <laughs> furthest from town. <laughs> yeah, that's classic. Yeah. That's classic. So I'm excited to see whatever. I'm, I think Olivia Wilde will definitely get another movie to direct. And I'm I think ex- so? Yeah, I think the movie is doing pretty well, I think, right yeah. now. So yeah. I'm excited to see whatever that will be. Yeah. I, do I, I never wonder... watched Booksmart. Did you watch Booksmart, her last I didn't. movie? I heard that was good, mm. too. No, I did not. Um, I thought her performance was good. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sense anything on screen that, you know, her and Florence had had a falling out during shooting or anything like that. Yeah. Were, you know, I mean, they were best friends in the movie, so. Right. Um, of course, we're a huge Olivia fans that. from Tron Legacy. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the same notes. Yeah, um, honestly. <laughs> living it. You think that's where she got the idea? No, I need. Um, <laughs> it, could be. it was written by. It was written it was by ba- somebody else. Yeah, it was based on a story by Kate Shoot. something. Snip, snipe, Snyder, Snippler, Snip. Something like something. that. I didn't do my homework clearly, but. Anyway, um, any other closing thoughts? Uh, nope. All right. Joseph, do we have time for some of your thoughts? Oh, certainly. Absolutely. Do we have any pensive music? To hear what you've been thinking. Nope. I know. Okay. Well, I'll have to add in post. Yeah. Not going to do that. (laughs) Well, don't tell me now. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, as always, on the top of Georgia's thoughts, we have to recap our intense words obelisk entity monolith mainframe flesh and cortex and now i'm also thinking like victory Mm. kind of intense but in a good way but it's also like victory at what cost i think victor victor that's a name that's a name well yeah it's a very ostentatious was that like Victor? the title it's like naming your kid winner right i don't know which is <laughs> i i've been trying to pitch georgia on the word hegemon i think that one is a very like hegemony yeah hegemon? yeah what does that mean hegemony hegemon. hegemon is like the the powerful party oh okay Sounds like a Pokemon. The, pa- the mo- those po- most powerful group. The most powerful Pokemon. Yeah. Ruled by a group of Pokemon. It's like an all What is with Pokemon? <laughs> Where did you get a that? Hegemon. Oh, a Hegemon. Oh, I see. God. That totally went oh, over my okay. head. Clearly. Hegemon is like a hedgehog Pokemon. Exactly. And he's the most powerful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to continue... Uh, when your pet stretches, it doesn't count unless you say all oh, the stretch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will do it just mid talking about something else. I see one of my dogs stretch and yeah. I'll be like, you know, what was really funny was when we went to see that one thing, Oh, big stretch. And then it <laughs> ended up being that one. You know, I just mid sentence. Yeah. Just, I have to call it out. And they know it doesn't count. Yeah. They're like, Oh, big stretch. Uh, Jenny the Teenage Robot, but rebooted Blade Runner style. Okay. Yeah. XJ9 coming back to maybe the silver screen in like a 10-part limited series. So she's like the Nexus I'm ready. 7 series? Maybe. Yeah. What? Or we, we could be further down the line by then. Yeah. You know, 9 or 10. But she's also a robot, though. Like, she's, right. she's more, um, you know, whatever goes in the shell kind of thing like she's she's an android. although she's she is visibly a robot though yeah. in the in the tune series and has some great or is she hair. maybe she has some human girl parts of the oh, brain or something it could yeah there could be an actual teenage brain in there yeah we, see i there's so many layers yeah like i want this to be unpacked you know as long as she has as long as she has a best friend who's like a two foot tall guy yeah, I'm here for Right, because that was one of her friends. Well, she had like. Well, there was the one friend. The she taller guy. Friend. Yeah. Right. She had a best friend that was like in love with her. Right. We, and then like would try to. There was one episode where he put on a robot suit so he could pretend to be a robot <laughs> so that he could go on a date with Jenny. You remember way more of the show than I do. I watched a lot of it because the theme song 
slapped, mm. if nobody remembers. Because, um, like, my life as a teenage robot. Oh, yeah. But, um, no, I, that show just fascinated me as a kid because I was like, but you can't be a normal teenager. Like, why is teenager in love with you? Like, why? I don't know. It was a whole thing. Um, next thought. The Jimmy Timmy, the Jimmy Neutron Timmy Turner Power Hour was the first multiverse movie. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. You may be right. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Because, I mean, uh, of course we have, like, the sweet life of Hannah Montana on deck. Right. right. Like, but that, that's just, that's the same universe. That was the same universe. Okay. This is multiverse. Because they're different right? animation styles. Different animation styles. Yeah. Right. And actually, they exist in different animations. Different. Okay. So, quick question. Mm-hmm. How many of these are going to be about Nickelodeon? Um, that was the last one. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can have more. I can. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll think about it more. Any thoughts on, on Squirrel that. Boy? No, no. You remember thoughts. that show? <laughs> yes, I do. No thoughts. <laughs> what about Angry no. Beavers? <laughs> Refreshing. Yeah, I always wanted to drink Yahoo. Yeah, waiting for that to come back. Um, I think Alex actually mentioned this before I had the chance to say it, but I had the thought first. It's a record show. I like it when shows call their episodes chapters because it feels like I'm reading. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Book one, chapter two, that kind of thing. Um, and then... I'm also at the age where, like, when the zoo announces that one of their animals is the same age as me, it's a huge milestone for the animal. Yeah. Like, this is the oldest zebra in the Midwest. I'm like, Did Man. this happen to you recently? Yes. What animal? Yes, there was a zebra. Oh, it was a zebra. I didn't yeah. know they could get that old. Dude, horses can be old. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they can live into their 20s. Okay. Yeah, yes, you can have, like, yeah. No, horses are old. Huh. Horses can be old. Like, I want to say they can push 40. I, you would not think that, right? I kind of assumed they start to go downhill around 6 or oh, 7. Oh, they do. Oh, no, 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 no. 6 or 7, they're still, they're still, still good. Young. I mean, okay. if you're a racehorse, maybe, but, Post-peak you know. Post-peak for a racehorse. Yeah. I mean, if you're Seabiscuit, you're lucky to be alive, you know. Yeah. But, American um Etc. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this one, I can go on. <laughs> I, could you? Do you know nope. more resources? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, American Pharaoh, Seabiscuit, Secretariat. That's it. End of list. End of list. Uh, end of list. Um, ocean Cookie. Um, no. Is that one? <laughs> it could be. Seabis- no, Seabiscuit. Oh, Ocean Yeah. See, I the other day, listeners in our group chat, I shared my running list of dog names that I've had since maybe 2013, 2014. Right. Did not share. Did not share my horse. Horse name. names. <laughs> oh, I remember another one. So in Mission Possible Two, there's a sequence, brief sequence at a uh, a horse track. Yes. And one of the horses, they specifically mention one of the horses' names, naturally vain. Ooh, that's a good that's one. That's a good one, isn't it? That was a good one. Yeah. I forget the, the name of the last horse that did, like, the triple crown thing. I want to say his name had, like, chrome in it or something. Ugh. Maybe not, but... Is that a would... robot horse? <laughs> <laughs> they allow those? I think, you know, I would watch that horse racing. It's Airbro- robot horse Air racing. rules. There's no, no rule that says you can't have a robot horse. Yeah, I think we'll have to defer to Airbud on this one because that really set a legal precedent. It did, it did yeah. It's on the book. Yeah. No rule says you so, can't. No one says you can't. I've got a couple more um, actors who I think need to play the Joker. Um, okay. I only have two on here. Bill Skarsgård because he did another oh, clown really please. well. <laughs> yeah, he's clown. please. And he's got the smile. It's like weird, you know. That's true. Um, and then just Mark Hamill. Just let him do it. Just let, let him, him do, do it, man. <laughs> let him do the old Joker. Yes, please. My dream Batman reboot is John Hamm as Batman, Ooh. and then Mark Hamill as the Joker, and then you have Timothy Chalamet as the Batman Beyond kid. Oh, yeah. uh, what's his name? Uh Terry. Terry McGinnis. 
Yeah, but I forget like if, if he's just called Batman as the, or I forget what his superhero name is. I think it's just Batman. Yeah, it's Batman. Yeah. Um bat. we're getting to the point where they could do an age appropriate uh adaptation of um, well that and um Batman Strikes Again or Batman Returns or what was the Frank Miller comic? I think it's Batman Oh. Um, I have it on I my remember. shelf in the other room, but anyway, the Frank Miller Batman where he's old. Um, yeah, but yeah have, that's what I want, like an older Batman. Have Michael Keaton reprise his role in that, <laughs> and then Mark Hamill just uh, be older, be old Joker. Yeah, because he could totally kill it. No, I just want a little bit campy version of Batman, because I yeah. think John Hamm could sell that, because John Hamm's just great and he has the chin for it yeah it'd be fun be fun romp be fun romp okay i've got a couple couple more uh buster baxter from pbs's arthur should be canonically declared as gay i think it's time uh yeah we did i can it with see Mr. that Rathburn. the kid's gay <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry but he is um and it's okay uh and then did you ever think about how the name tony is just the body parts toe and knee put together that's one if we could circle back to arthur real quick um if anyone's gay on that show it's the brain you know i thought about that because there was i like sat down and looked at the characters i'm like it's gotta be it's gotta be buster but i will say mr uh mr ratburn is gay in the show right he got gay 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 wedding yeah Yes, yeah, but I think Buster will come into his own post college and and realize that he he's gay. Well, I think yeah. um, I I'm not for just... a minute. I thought maybe Francine could be a lesbian, but she's just Jewish. Oh, that's right. She's just <laughs> yeah. not gay, just Jewish. That's yeah. its own thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. That's her thing. Okay, I think we can all agree yeah. on that. Um. Yeah. You know who's yeah. very straight, Arthur. Arthur is incredibly yeah, straight. Incredibly straight. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then two more. Um, home goods is to world market as Walmart is to Target. Uh, and then. <laughs> Wait. Home goods what? is to what? To home. Home goods is to world market, which is oh, a small okay. chain, like like kind of exotic grocery store. You can also buy some furniture there. Import. Uh, I think it's mostly in the groceries. Yeah, imported goods kind of things. <laughs> um, home goods is just like the cheap version of that. Okay, I've never been to a home good, like so I will take your oh, word so for fun. it. Oh, it's so just I have one within walking distance. It's great <laughs> to just be like, what's that home goods? Because you can like go, you can buy like a like a Cuisinart item there, uh-huh. and then turn around and just buy whatever. Like, uh, you you can you can buy popcorn there, and you can also buy like an ottoman, or like a. <laughs> you just buy the most ridiculous stuff there. Just it's it's free for all. Should call it home um, greats. It is home great. Um, and the last one. What if I'm half mermaid, but just the top half? <laughs> <laughs> Same goes for like centaur. Like, what if it's just I got the top half. Yeah, so how does that, that break happen. down? So like How would you ever find out unless I did 23 If a centaur and a mermaid had a baby, could you have like would you be broken up into quadrants? Like top right quadrant horse, <laughs> top left quadrant human, <laughs> bottom right human, bottom left fish. I was thinking human head, horse arms, fish tail. Okay. Human, it would yeah, suck, but there it is. That would suck. I'm thinking like one one human arm, one horse arm, no, one no, fish. No, t- no, no, no. <laughs> it would no. get all messed up. Now you're. This is starting like to sound biblical. This is Cronenbergian. Yeah. Yeah. How many eyeballs? <laughs> yeah. But that's what I've been thinking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, you had a bunch of George's thoughts. Um. That was good. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah. And then, uh, Riley, what is the assignment for extra credit this week? Yep, so on Google Classroom, the Continental Academy Google Classroom, I mm-hmm. posted an assignment there. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to define Vork vocab words from the episode. Okay. okay. Uh, 
there, and there's going to be a Google form with some multiple choice questions and an essay question at the end. Okay. Okay. Ooh, and I, do, let's do it at 11.59 tonight. Okay, cool. And I, I'm, I'm looking at the essay question, and, and it's, what would you do if you were Don't Worry Darlinged? So that's pretty yeah. open-ended. Yeah. Yep. One or two paragraphs. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So turn that in by tonight and get some yep. extra credit. Mm -hmm. Next week, tune in to the regular feed of Content Academy. Um, mm -hmm. Alex should be back from his cheesemongering uh, excursion. We yes, will... I think this week he did fishmongering. He wanted to try a different, right. a different type of mongering. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm sure, he'll have some tales to tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, okay. he didn't get lost at sea. So right. that'll be it for us. Thank you for listening. And yeah, don't. Well, don't forget out. free. Well, well, it's extra credit. It's after hours. There will be free pizza on the quad. That's right. So, <laughs> join us for that. Schools All right. Out. Bye-bye.